is Kai and Lafayette. We're two ex-engineers who quit our jobs to pursue the path with heart. We believe that experience is fundamental to understanding life and its concepts. So our weekly podcast is filmed and recorded on location from various parts of the world. It's thanks to our Patreon members like you that we're able to produce this content regularly. We offer varying benefits based on your pledge amount, from full-length videos of the episodes to weekly streams. So please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the theory of living. Subscribe, leave us some feedback, and please share with your friends. Podcast listeners, and to all our Patreon members out there, mm-hmm. today we're pleased to bring you a very special episode. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is going to be a bit different than the other ones that mm-hmm. we typically... Lightning. So usually we prepare a little bit beforehand yeah. for episodes, depending on the content. Yeah. But we thought it'd be kind of cool to have a more free-form episode that's just laid back, more casual, just kind of mm-hmm. our personalities. Because there's a lot of times we're out, we're discussing something. And I think all the time, God damn it, if we just had a mic right here or just yeah. an audio recorder of some type, mm-hmm. this would be awesome. Yeah. So we're gonna try to replicate, I guess, one of those. Yeah. That was the motivation for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we've got a beautiful rainy day for it. Mm -hmm. Can't really be out anyway. Can't go do anything. So why not let you guys share in the ambiance and Mm -hmm. take advantage? Fair point. Yeah. Very beautiful, by the way. Uh, It rains a lot. It's uh, officially rainy season, right? I believe so. Yeah. So um, it's been very unpredictable, but um, overall, it's been raining a lot. Uh, So. We like this. A lot of people don't like raining, but uh, we love raining because it's just the, uh, it's different, right? It's very calm, and maybe some people may not find it calm. We're going to set some real spooky vibes right now. Yes. Oh, maybe we can watch a horror movie. Let's talk about yes. that. We watched a couple, well, we tried watching Malignant last night, James Wan, his yeah. film, and I don't know... If it was the state of mind we were in, but yeah. <laughs> I could not follow it, or I thought it was right. the premise was ridiculous. So much so, I think we were only. Oh shit! Holy. The gods really like James Wan. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're 25 in- minutes in, maybe yeah. if that, mm-hmm. and just like okay, turn the shit off. Like I can't do this. <laughs> You're like this right. is a creature, like. But it seemed like an entity at first, a spirit right. it's thing. It's not exactly a superstitious thing. I mean, not that it has to be, but it just seemed almost like we're dealing with some sort of like a monster that has this an ability to manipulate electricity. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not interested in it anymore. It's just, and it's then just missing the mark. Yeah, and then not just that. But the way it was arranged, arranged, especially the first 25 minutes of scenes, it was almost like everything, the scenes, the atmosphere, the angles and music, everything just were floating over the storyline that they're like playing separately. You know what I mean? Like the story has nothing, or rather I should say that all the cinematic techniques. I mean, I'm not shitting on James <laughs> I'm just talking about my experience of it. That all the techniques, cinematic techniques, were not boosting the story at all. 
or even not feeding the story at all, or one of them, vice versa. I have no clue, but they were like, they're playing separately. They just see, appear to be completely separate. I don't even, I didn't even know why like certain scenes were arranged back to back. It just, it was crazy. Yeah, so, the pacing seemed off. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, the imagery. Not in a positive way, right? Yeah, it, it seemed like they were trying to do something a little more unique. It almost seemed like a video game at some points. And again, obviously, we didn't finish the movie, so maybe this is a bit premature, but we had another movie lined up called X, X. from one of our favorite studios. or A24. Yeah, they... Pretty cool studio. Yeah, I mean, they seem to select and back a lot of good movies. Real people's work, right? Yes. Seems like. Yeah. Not just like by bots or uh, machine learning AIs, but they actually have people who are very skilled and very uh, highly educated cinematically like select collectively uh those great movies yeah it seems that way to me i don't know but yeah i mean it could be wrong but mm-hmm. i haven't seen a movie from them i have not liked um i mean to be honest with you i have watched only a handful of it so i have no idea but well, i've heard so many good things about them so most recent ones we watched lamb the one before yeah. that ghost story yeah that was a great one by the way she's my new uh, uh super crush celebrity yeah, crush you're gonna, you're gonna really bring if up. If you watch this, watch this episode. You're a sick man, loving, <laughs> loving a half lamb child. That's who he's talking about. You think he's talking about the main chick, who's very attractive? No, he's talking about the creature. What's wrong with you? What is her name? I don't know. Oh, God damn it! I have to look it up. She's what? Finnish? Well, look it up. Look her up. I'm sorry. <laughs> creature. <laughs> I mean, she is super famous, man. Um, I don't know. She, I, I, I used to not. Um, I didn't think any any of it. Um, or like, I can't even speak. Wait a second. He's so mesmerized, <laughs> so engaged. Uh, wait a second. How do you pronounce her name? Oh, Numi Rapace. Rapace. Numi Rockpaste. Numi. <laughs> N O O M I. Okay. And last name R A P A C E. Well, she's two years older than me. But I uh, I knew her, but I never thought that like she's hot or anything. But recently, I don't know. I think she's aging real well. You know, <laughs> um, like okay, I'm 41. She's 43. Come on, you look like that. If, you know, when you're 43 as a woman. She looks great. Come on, she's, she looks great. She looks great. Great. But she, I don't know, She, I, I find her so attractive lately. I didn't even actually watch her version of, Swedish version of uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, but she's the main character, looks like, right? I'm pretty sure she's the main character. And I kind of scuffed at it because, okay, wait a second. I read the book and I watched the American version of it. It was perfect. I didn't want to ruin that experience. That's why I haven't watched the Swedish version, even though that's the original one. It's so funny because so many people leverage the exact opposite sentiment in regard to the American. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, it's so far away from the book. It's not good. I get it. I mean, like, yeah, you had an expectation. But, again, I didn't read the book. I think that movie, standalone on its own, was very well cast. Again, I'm not comparing it to the book. So maybe I fell there. But was a great movie on its oh, own. Oh, yeah, dude. 100% great movie. And let's not forget, 
it, it was directed by Dave Fincher, okay? Man. And it's, it appears to be the perfect example of his movie. I mean, it's, it's done so in a stylish way. Great movie, okay? But now, my experience is completely different because I'm like, She's so hot to me now, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the uh, Swedish version soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for the story, not for uh, yeah. the character. Oh, just, just for her, yeah, hundred percent, just for her. Yeah, <laughs> you're not even gonna have the sound on when you watch. Well, the because movie. that movie came out in 2009, so that's like 23 years ago. So she's gonna look way different. Well, she, she was 20 13, years old. 13, no, 13 years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong. Uh, th- is that? You sure you're an engineer? They teach math in Korea? 30 years old. She was 30. (laughs) Yeah, 30. Well, uh, math is elective. (laughs) (laughs) And I elected not to take that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. um, While we were talking about movie, A24. We were just talking about the ones we saw the other day. Yeah. Oh, X. Or last night. You want to keep talking about it? Yeah, X was... Oh, man, it felt very much... by the way. Pretty recent movie. yeah, Yeah, it felt very much throwback to i mean texas chainsaw massacre mm-hmm. the original yeah. had very sim- i mean right it's set in 1979 so it's in a similar time period that the texas chainsaw massacre the original yeah. one came out right and they used the film it looks like the same type of right. uh i guess film grade was used to give it that effect it doesn't look like that was produced digitally afterwards. It looks like literally they used that type of camera hmm. in film to me. Ah, I would think so, just because right. it looks a little more artsy. But again, who knows? I mean, digital's right. come so far. It could just be an overlay or something yeah, like that. It's probably. But. And the pacing was really, really well done. Very old school in that mm-hmm. way. Very campy Phil. Yeah, for sure. And the premise was nothing, I mean, nothing crazy, nothing unique. It was... You know, kind of had your sex scenes, like your nudity. Mm-hmm. Something that felt, again, very much like the 70s horror movie style. Like, there's camps, there's topless sex. women, there's sex, yeah. you know. Couples. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And I, I enjoyed that atmosphere. Right. So, I don't think it was scary by any means. I wouldn't even say it was frightening. I just It's more, mm-hmm. more like a slasher film yeah. with suspense elements attached yeah. to it. You kind of know what you're getting to if you've seen the preview. But... Very enjoyable. There's one really good shot uh, where the chick's swimming, you know. Oh, yeah. And the allig- there's an alligator behind her, and it's yeah. from above yeah. looking Arrow down. Shot. Mm-hmm. Really suspenseful, very yeah. dramatic feeling. Kind of the only shot that gave me a little bit of panic and uneasiness. Right. I was like, oh, I don't like how slow this is. I don't yeah. like knowing what's going to happen, what's right. not going to happen. But left a good taste in my mouth so yeah. i'm hoping whoever was a part of that work can continue producing that type of yeah movie because the horror genre is severely lacking i think in quality work yeah and it's such a good sure. medium to communicate mm-hmm. a message granted i see how it doesn't land well on the masses mm-hmm. and some people could probably see this as high horror and feel some snobbery in regards to it maybe yeah. horror is supposed to be as cliche jump yeah. scare you know, kind of lacking depth and meaning. Mm-hmm. But when an artist communicates effectively a theme, mm-hmm. you know, especially something like grief, something yeah. like hereditary, right, and gives you that sense of dread attached to it, mm-hmm. to me, that's when it's elevated. That's when horror is truly horrific yeah. because it's relatable. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about some ghost. I, I'm really not. 
I'm not worried about somebody breaking in and murdering me. Like, ugh, I'm not, I mean, those things yeah. don't really scare me. But when they can give me something that really does happen to people, yeah, grief of loss, yeah. of love, or, you know, yeah. the uh, lamb, you know, the ordinary child. Yeah, right? something that happens to people, actually happens to Every people. Every people. And then they person, can represent yeah. it in that way. Yes. I'm just like, wow, this guy yeah, is brilliant. He is. Or this woman's brilliant. In my opinion, he is one of the most important up-and-coming directors in Hollywood today. What's his name again? I never remember his name. Um, he, well, the director of Hereditary, yeah. Midsummer. He's probably done a couple others that I'm just not aware of. Yeah. His name is... Oh, Ori Aster. Ori Aster. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. got one upcoming this year with... I can't believe I just forgot his name. The guy from The Village what? who the played Village. the Joker recently, the main character. Oh, I can't believe uh, his name Hawkins? just slipped my mind. What is his name? Uh, Joaquin? Uh, oh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. I think it's called... Oh. When, I want to say... Well, well, let me, let me check his uh, film, uh, filmography. So, Hereditary 2018, so Summer 2019. So good. Uh, the new one, 2022, this year, Disappointment Boulevard. Uh, Disappointment post-production. Boulevard. Nice. A decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. Oh, doesn't sound like... It's a horror, though. Is it horror? Yeah. At least that's my understanding when I was reading about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a horror. It says a horror comedy or drama. Okay. Well, I mean, regardless, I'm excited to see it because he's done yeah. such a good job with all the things I've seen so Parker far. Parker Posey? How do you say Posey? The last name? P-O-S-E-Y? Posey? Posey? I don't know. That's, that's familiar. That's her last name, but she's uh, one of the main characters along with him. Hmm. Oh, super famous chick, isn't she? What is she in? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, super famous chick. <laughs> what is she in? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of TV series. Okay. Uh, uh, Tales of the Walking Dead. Uh, Brain gives the hiccups. Lost in Space. She's known, mostly known for uh, Scream 3, Superman Returns, Blade. Uh, Blade. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Blade was a good series, man, in my opinion. It was a very good series. I'm surprised they haven't tried rebooting it yet. It's Marvel. I know. They're right? definitely I mean, going they're, to. They're going to do it for sure. 100% guaranteed. I mean, it was already a hit. It was yeah. kind of a cult classic, right? Mm-hmm. So being their best interest, probably financially to do it. I mean, Marvel's done pretty well with their casting and their selection <sighs> of people. And they can break right into the selection of directors, right? Yeah. That's what they have done best so far. Try to find... Um, Directors who have who are talented, talented, but not yet uh, widely known. They found those people and then, you know, elevated them. Yeah, elevated them for sure. Wow, that's what well, it's funny. I feel like this is just turning into a, a podcast about movies. TV movies yeah. and things like that because we just watched Moon Knight yesterday yeah, as yesterday. well, and it's just kind of like, yeah, I mean CGI is good, blah blah blah, but yeah. Only watched a couple episodes. I'm not yeah. interested, though. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion so far, um, I've tried all of them, all the Marvel series, uh, TV series. The only thing that I, well, 
uh, by the way, all the things that I didn't finish because it was like moonlight to me. Uh, it was just not. It didn't really grab me. Uh, yeah. So none of them. The only thing I finished uh, is WandaVision and uh, Loki. WandaVision was a well written story. I liked it, uh, but Loki was good. Loki that was, was good, good to me. Yeah. I've only watched one episode. I, that was good. I'm just not yeah. a Marvel guy, you know that. I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not a superhero guy. <clears throat> well, you're not a superhero. Super villain, you know. That's you got. That's well, the angle you got to go for. <laughs> <laughs> you're not worthy. Morally ambiguous, non-named character <laughs> number two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was okay. I mean, it was not bad. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but it wasn't good, honestly. They've got their audience. That's who they're aiming yeah. for. And all the Egyptian things. It just doesn't really translate that much to me anymore. Because it's purely just historical events. I really can't make them superstitious, you know. I, I'm i not like 12 years old. I'm not going to look at it as like the mummy, for example. Like, mm. I'm not, I, can't, I can't look at him like that. It's just purely, you know, just events that yeah. happened. And they're not superstitious to me, you know? Yeah. But that's why it was not interesting to me at all. No. But, um, yeah. I think we should take an intermission for something. What? What are you talking about? green and good. (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? We're on. And we're back. Mm-hmm. And I'm the center of attention once again. That's basically stopped raining at this point, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Because that was really exciting for the I don't know, yeah. half hour it lasted. Yeah. I mean, it's still raining. It's just, you know, not heavily like before. Not as good. We're fasting right now. Yeah. As we mentioned in another episode. Mm hmm. So, I'm feeling a little bit hungry already. This is going to be an interesting 72 <laughs> hours. Um, yeah, sure. It's always, uh, you know, like every time, it is a bit different, you know. So, like I'm, it is whatever. You know? Yeah. I think the most negative aspect is that we've been eating kind of mm-hmm. uncontrolled in the last few days. Yeah. So, it's kind of a... Like accumulate it because we had barbecue the other night. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was good, by the way. Oh, so good. So, actually, we have to we have to give a shout out to him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Coco's house, I guess. C O C C O S house. C O C C. Huh? Two C's. Yeah. Oh, okay, two C's. Well, I. But are you sure that the restaurant is part of that Coco house, or the same owner at least? I would imagine so. They're in the same okay. building. Well, anyway, the restaurant right by or you know in the same area of Coco House. You know, very nice people. Is right? that what you're calling them? People? People. <laughs> yeah, uh, lovely neighbors, people. Almost like neighbors, Yeah, right? almost like neighbors. Uh, very close. We can walk there. Um, but German? Yeah. German restaurant? I, yeah, I think so. German I think the owner is a German guy. Mm-hmm. The bigger bigger gentleman. Mm-hmm. But, and, man, we went. Uh, we were invited for their barbecue. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we'll absolutely make it for the barbecue. And it's just something they do. It looks like monthly. Yeah. So it's not like we're special or anything. But it felt like being at a church barbecue right. or a family gathering. Yeah. 
it was very unique. Actually, so much so, when I went up to get my first plate of food, mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, I can't get too much. I got to leave it for, you know, for other people. I need to be mm-hmm. considerate yeah. to adjust my propor- my portions. And then I'm like, wait, oh, hang on a second. We're, we're paying for this. <laughs> this is actually a restaurant. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> exactly. like at some community affair. Um, yes. So that was very unique. But they had a whole bunch of different Thai things. They mm-hmm. also had the German guy made some meatballs mm-hmm. in this white sauce. That was That was so really good, right? I mean, it was not like so uh, good. just like, I don't know. It was not like a typical cream sauce or anything. I don't even know how to call it, honestly. But it was probably yeah. my favorite thing there. And then along yes. with the slice of was it pork. Pork rind? Yeah, it was like a pork rind, uh-huh. but it was like a thick slice of pork. Uh, Well, okay, so the cooking method you're talking about, yeah. right? Uh, Braised, probably. Braised? Yeah. Yeah, it was so very, good. Very, very good. Yes. <laughs> a lot of flavor. It was really good. And then... Uh, and then like 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 I said yesterday, like a buffet usually like you just go for the quantity, not you know quality. But everything they had except maybe one out of twenty something, like were good. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah, I mean even the dessert though it was just normal ice cream. The flavors are a little bit different for us than typically yeah. in the U.S. So the vanilla was almost like now. soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> It was so good. And then there was strawberry, which was Shit. also... That was my favorite, strawberry. Yeah. I liked vanilla the best because I paired mm. it with that Thai dessert, which is coconut milk, with this other <sighs> type of fruit that. that's almost... You tried it for mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fruit that's almost like cantaloupe. But it's not. But it's not. It almost yeah. tastes like coconuts. Like yeah, like, I know. Those, those, what was the name of it? I, I don't remember. Mm. But, but it's it, a Thai fruit. Yeah, um, a Thai fruit. It looks like, again, um, yeah. cantaloupe. But. Yeah, and the lady that was there that we see all the time, she insisted yeah. we try it, so, so gave it yeah, a shot. must have been interesting. And then, yeah, sure enough, it was different. Yeah, especially when pairing it the contrast between the cold ice cream and then mm. you take a bite of that fruit and it's warm. Yeah, and then very uh, soft, right? Very yeah. soft. <sighs> that was really good. The buffet was great. Uh, I got two plates. Um, I mean, I could have eaten more, but I kind of controlled myself. <laughs> I could have gone like at least one more plate, three yeah. plates total. Um, and then ice cream, probably two, three times, I think. Yeah. Ice cream was really good. And it was cheap. I think it was only about 400 baht each. Yeah. So that's, you know, 13 bucks. Yeah, 13, it was cheaper bucks. than like the expensive, their exp- expensive things Yeah. on the menu. Like... But is it the buff, best buffet we've had in Thailand so far? Uh, I wouldn't say so. Well, because we've had only two buffets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, now <laughs> we've met the minimum requirements for <laughs> comparison. <make> <laughs> you need at least two to make a comparison. Here to, we're here to make the claim about the best buffet in Thailand. <laughs> yes, with two. <laughs> But I mean, both are so good, though, right? I mean, uh, the first one. Okay, the only difference, though, I have to, I have to admit that the first one, uh, the seafood buffet, or sushi buffet, rather. Yeah. uh, Specifically, uh, we're not high, but yesterday we're really high, and uh, that's why it cannot be really direct comparison. But 
Both are amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. I'd say so. Oh, yeah. man. Could you imagine the first one if we had yeah. been? That would have been crazy. Yeah, what? The, if we were high at the time for the first buffet. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't imagine. <laughs> you can't even imagine. Uh, yeah, I'm that so would have been amazing. It makes me excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they had this one sushi. That had mole. Foie gras on top yeah. of the fish. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And we actually took Pong there. Yeah. Afterwards, this was after the interview, we went mm-hmm. back Our for the second time. Yeah. And he was really impressed with the salmon, remember? Yeah. He said he it said. tasted very different. Hmm. Did he say that? Yeah, yeah. Compared to like the cheaper salmon you mm. get like Oh, so he was basically saying that it's high quality salmon. Yeah. Yeah. In a buffet, right? Yeah. So that was uh I mean they had like three tiers. The first tier is not even worth it in my opinion. There's no real issue there. But second and third, uh second is five nine nine uh per person, basically six hundred, and then uh thousand, the highest tier. But we did six hundred pair on mm-hmm. uh, per um you know, per person. And um Fogger, right? Fogger, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it's very unethical. Yeah, unethical for sure. I mean, we, we didn't even know it's Fogger at first, right? We yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, there was there just we just ordered it, but it was really good. Um, I I think it was really funny because when we we're sitting in there eating, you know, yeah. we just keep ordering more plates. Yeah. And the staff is just watching us eat, and we're two in shape guys, you know, not yeah, like. Yeah, we didn't fight. eat a lot. That's the thing compared to other people. That were there? Yeah. Oh, I think we had way more than other people there. I don't think so. But, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't, I didn't eat that a lot there. I, uh, I didn't, I didn't eat a lot there. <laughs> you controlled yourself? Yeah, I, think I controlled myself. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste. That's why I know. Now you should look back and you should feel upset with yourself. You should have regret right now. I, I well, anyway, the really interesting part is that 600 baht per person Basically, like twenty dollars, nineteen bucks, mm-hmm. and it was a very good quality sushi too. Like I was, I was very surprised. This is a buffet. Usually, like buffet, any kind of buffet, other than a few exceptional ones, are typically considered low quality. You know, uh, for poor people, for the poor, <laughs> me included. <laughs> but right, yeah, that's how it is. But I mean, buffet here, again. Very similar to other, you know, Asian countries, um, like in Korea too. Buffet doesn't have to mean um, cheap shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's high quality, like high end buffet places. Yeah, yeah. They just found a way to make money off offering buffet to yeah, you know, lower economical class. Um, it was like, I'm pretty sure it was initially in the military. You know, they invented buffet in the military. Yeah, yeah. that's what I know hmm. for sure. That's interesting. That's that's what I know for sure, but I don't know if that's surely fact, you know, <laughs> actual weather, <laughs> for sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. But buffet, bar- oh, we didn't even talk enough about barbecue that we had last night. Yeah, they legitimately had a like cold barbecue going. It was like yeah. a legitimate barbecue. Somebody's grilling some sausages, some pork, Today's yesterday, some chicken. Sausages, really good. German sausages, supposedly, but I don't know. I mean, it was just, they were good. I, was even, just, yeah. Even the traditional looking breakfast sausage they had, which I thought was going to be just you know whatever, whatever 
Wow. Whatever really? that sausage was stuck with. I didn't try that. You didn't try that one? I only tried the uh, the thick one. Ah, the little spicy guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <little spicy> guy. <laughs> it had like a pepper in it. Little yeah, spicy good. guy. It's good. You should have tried the the long friendly dude. <laughs> Very thin though. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> look out! But look out! Yeah. <laughs> no, what you're getting into? They're thin. Was... But long of... though. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you today. <laughs> Well, clearly you know what is wrong with me, which made you wrong. <laughs> but what's been your favorite restaurant here in Aonong? Aonong? Aonong. 100% Papaya. Uh, yeah. Papaya is my favorite. We, in which most recent episode or the episode before that, we go to Papaya. Mm-hmm. I think it was the home tour episode. Home tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after the home tour, we went to Papaya. And that was Rivik, you saw. Yeah. Very cool dude. But that was the first time we had our minds totally blown by curry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much so I was like, wait, what? This this is what it's supposed to taste yeah, like? Exactly. The enlightened status, right? Enlightened. Yeah. Like, okay. I've just broken through a highest level of, you know, food tasting arena. Like, wow, this is it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. It makes you think, like, wow, my previous idea about what good curry was yes. was so far from reality. Yes, exactly. That's what experiences do, right? I mean, that's what we talk about. Like, when someone tells you that, oh, this curry is the best in the world, you have no clue what that means. You just yeah. You only can make the case compared to your experience, which yeah. is probably, I mean, not probably, to us, our case not even close, right? Yeah. We thought that we had had really good curries before, and there we were realizing that. Humbled again. Not, yeah, humbled. Not even close. Yeah. So, but also another thing is that the curry quality here is very high. Standard, the base, base mm-hmm. level, right? Would yeah. you say so? Yeah, yeah. On 100%. average, if you order curry, you're yeah. you compared to you guys, you're gonna, yeah. it's going to be fine. It's yeah. going to be great. <laughs> compared to you guys. Well, I mean, there's so many bad curry curries the there. It's here, like so. Yes, there are like you know levels, but like the Baseline, low level, yeah. the base level is. It's gonna be high. good in the yeah, US. That's good. what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's gonna be top notch. And then we had a, another <laughs> curry, <laughs> basic curry here because top notch in the US. Yeah. Absolutely. Come on, people. You need to move to Southeast Asia and. Uh, How about me? <laughs> <laughs> Initiating actually the, the worst curry I've had here. Uh-huh. Now you brought it up. I believe you made. <laughs> oh, I made it's curry actually. Yeah. Masaman curry. Oh, red curry. I think it was. It was. Yeah, yeah it was like a masaman. Masaman curry. I tried. Hey, how was it? Come on. It was like good. compared to base level. Yeah, it pretty was good. close, right? Yeah, for our first try. Yeah. For a fucking amateur, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm gonna feed cook. Okay. Uh, I'm very experienced. You know what I mean? So if I, <laughs> any restaurants that want to fail are looking to hire, I, I oh. know a candidate. Yeah, you know you know a candidate, yeah. Especially you, Asian restaurants, yeah. <laughs> what are the few other things we few other things we like about Thailand? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have to. You know I mean unless we've talked about it. We talk about the beer pretty frequently, but yeah. There's one place here that we like a lot. Mm-hmm. 
just because of the beer selection. We've yeah. gone a few times. I think another German place, though, actually. Yeah, the owner's a German guy. Mm, yeah. But it's they have a lot of great, great beers. Yep. Which, if you're coming to Thailand to drink, you're not you're not coming here to drink their beer. <sighs> yeah, true. It's I mean, all mixed drinks. Don't even think about it, right? Yeah, because the only thing, only selection, if you've seen our vlog videos, is that Singha, Chang, and fucking yeah. Leo. That's it. That's yeah. all you got. Those three to choose from. Sure. All about the same ABV. Chain tastes pretty horrible, I think. Uh, which, Kai, you probably think the same thing. Yeah. I don't know why. Because yeah. they're about the same beer. But somehow, they're dramatically different. It's like Bud Light to Budweiser. Worse like than the that, I think. Yeah. Oh, the difference. Oh. Yeah, the difference is like just yeah. taste. Leo is similar to Singha. I think so. Except it seems yeah. a little more sour to my taste. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. Which... It's kind of nice too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, talking about him, like we we shouldn't be talking about foods right now because we're so hungry. <laughs> We've Especially made it especially four hours <laughs> without eating. Yeah. No, we haven't eaten since last night. But yeah, we shouldn't be talking about foods. What are the random things that we talked about before that um, we didn't do in front of camera? Things we don't do in front of camera? No, no, no. The What was the last very interesting topic that we talked about? Well, we were talking about movies. Yeah, but uh, during our podcast, I'm talking about, like, when we're not recording. <sighs> most I mean, recently. Um, I think most recently was when we were talking about mm-hmm. the expression of language in regards to yeah, truth. Like, true. being able to speak yeah. a type of truth that yeah. pierces the veil, essentially, of, like, yeah. language. Like, mm-hmm. a really good piece of art. Yeah. can represent reality in such a unique way but yes. it's true and when you see it you're reminded Truthfully, oh that's true yes. and that's what makes it so beautiful that somebody's able even to represent truth mm. yeah. through the medium of say art or painting yes it's pretty impressive it pretty uh, intensely tonight we're very um, under the influence <laughs> um, we're at a <laughs> reggae bar come uh, on on a, on a high degree <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we, because it really, I think to me at the, at the time when we're talking about it, 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 it humbled me again, uh, in a slight way because when I was, you know, arguing about the importance of experience, I would have felt like, see, like this is where all the other, um, ways to communicate the reality um, fails mm. greatly, but then I also had forgotten about the importance and power of words and art, you know. And I was like, "Wow, that is completely true." I mean, especially what, what was I thinking? Like, I'm a guy who likes to read, you know, mm-hmm. and I was completely disrespecting the power of words you know because i was so overwhelmed by the importance of experience for mm-hmm. a long time like since when was it like january yeah or in phoenix but then also it kind of humbled me oh, wow like this that's what happens to people right sometimes you get enlightened and like previous thoughts get adjusted right mm-hmm. But another another enlightenment also just it's like there is no end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so 
yeah it's kinda, like this. they're fun in a way that wow this is gonna keep happening yeah and i'm looking forward to them yeah you know? like a continual feedback into yeah. finding what seems to represent yeah. truth the best or represent right. the reality and the fabric of it because yeah. it's like repeating elements and consistently being humbled yeah like we were talking about actually at the barbecue yeah that it almost seems like by being on the correct path that is your reward is that you feel oh, like you're yeah. on the correct path it's this kind of like loop scenario yeah. that's really satisfying it's like mm. oh this is great i feel like i'm doing the right thing i feel like i have purpose and meaning mm-hmm. because i'm on the path yeah and it looks totally different than what you think it would look like mm-hmm. or what somebody else looking at you might think the path yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Like, they may not even understand. Like, yeah. it feels like fulfillment in yeah. that way. It's indescribable to somebody, yeah. but you know if you have it. Yeah. So much so that it just continually justifies itself so you're able to stay and keep being on the path. Right. Like, you can make those adjustments, and that's the reward. Yeah. Is that feeling like you're heading in the right direction? Yeah. Even though there's no end, it's just being in the right direction. Yeah. It's yeah. like a very satisfying feeling. Yeah. Hard to just, explain. It's hard to explain for sure, but I I would have felt that way that day. You know, wow, I'm on the right path, and this is a reward, you know? This is a gift. It wasn't like just, you know, like thoughtlessly grateful about it. You know, I really felt like, wow, like I, I can be this determined. I can have so much confidence in what I'm doing. And that made me think that I'm, I'm really lucky, you know. Mm-hmm. So that way, just being able to, because I was not, right? I mean, I was just working for the uh, 9 to 5 job, you know, whatever, all the things that happened in my life. But then... I ditched all of them, like being on the path that I think it is true path, you know, and that all happened with a series of actions, you know, my determination being the first, Mm -hmm. the most influential one. And I felt like, wow, how great that I can be that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have the power. I I don't manipulate myself yet. I'm here on the right path. Because all the experiences led me here. And I was very grateful that all that happened, mm-hmm. you know, basically results of all the events in the past, right? And yeah. the odds are crazily low. And I felt like, wow, I feel yeah. a little lucky. Yeah. I mean, I always found it crazy when people would say, you know, there's nothing I regret because it all got me here now. Because mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes I feel like people use that type of wording and expression to excuse their be- poor behavior mm-hmm. um, I think simultaneously when you're on the right path you feel thankful and appreciative for all the experiences that have happened mm-hmm. good and bad yeah because you can learn from them not necessarily because they're good or bad yeah but that they bring knowledge and change mm-hmm. in who you are so you're able to feel like you're on the correct path mm-hmm. thankfully yeah due to those things you know so it's a kind of weird almost seemingly contradictory place but i think it kind of speaks back to what we're starting to see represented in science that Mm -hmm. things can exist in two different states simultaneously yeah which is what this feeling i'm describing is like 
they're ex- they're existing in both states. Yeah. They're neither one nor the other. And I think that is the case in most of reality. They're just, you know, they have so many different meanings in them that yeah. seem contradictory. Right. But that's just how they exist. Mm-hmm. And that science is slowly seeing this. We're mm-hmm. able to, like, witness it in empirical data, which yeah. I think is really cool because I feel like we're getting a better sense of what reality is. Yeah. And it almost seems to be similar to relativism and things like that. Yeah. Which, again, you know, is a yeah. philosophical thing as well. Yeah. Like relative truth. Exactly. I mean, it ties to so many different important things. And, you know, the failure of science or rather the limitation of science is still very meaningful that it makes us humble. Mm-hmm. You know, how little we know about yeah. this world and how arrogant we are, you know especially with the limited knowledge that you have, right? I have, right? Yeah. We're so arrogant because we really do think that we do understand this world in a way that I can um, be always right, you know? But it's not. A lot of times we're only right at a given moment yeah. or... Under very specific conditions. Yeah. And and then when you realize, like, your mind is the yeah. framework for how those conditions can even come exactly. together, it's kind of kind of humbling, right? You realize, yeah. oh, I'm ego. Like, my existence, mm-hmm. my justification is all for ego self. Yeah. Because in different space and time, different representation of reality, that can be true and yeah. correct. Like, mm-hmm. somebody's ideas and opinions. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, oh, shit, maybe I don't have it all put together. You know, you don't want to seem arrogant because yeah. you know there's just too many solutions out there it's just unfathomable amount of Mm -hmm. you know kind of relative truths Mm -hmm. that you'd be hard to make any type of truth claim that's again what we what we don't ever really aim to do on the podcast here that's why we say go get experience like let your truth get built and constructed off that that very real premise because it's incredibly valuable. You can create your reality in that way, in a yeah. lot of ways. Because based on how you think truth claims are and certain values are associated, you're going to make decisions based off that. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you a level of freedom because you say, oh, that's valuable or that's not valuable. You have a different idea surrounding what value is. And that changes everything. That changes how you act, everything, how you think about yeah. the world. It's very, very cool. You can learn and change. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Find your catchphrase, guys. 100%. Yeah, but. we're almost there to our $150 number to get tattooed on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I like to avoid my forehead. <laughs> okay, we will also accept eyelids. <laughs> Oh, only when I can okay, close my eyes, you can see it. 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right. Yeah, was it, that was a good talk for sure. We're eating high I and mean, at the same time, good talk. And it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, isn't that one of the cool things about these types of drugs, mm-hmm. like marijuana, THC, and mushrooms? Mm-hmm. They can serve to have 
I hate using it because it's cliche and there's so many things like mm-hmm. associated with the word, but spiritual enlightenment and spiritual. Yeah. yeah. But it really does feel mm-hmm. that way. Uh, spiritual in the sense that it feels like you're arriving at a greater truth or yeah. one that's more. It puts you in a different perspective, kind of almost, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. almost you see it yourself. I mean, a lot of times, not always, but like almost your identity is somehow foreign to your perspective current perspective so like almost look at yourself as a third person yeah kind of strange right yeah <laughs> greater um uh with the mushroom though in my opinion oh and yeah night and day in that yeah. regard uh, we sometimes does sometimes doesn't it's more of uh just relax the state of just laughing you know but yeah joy sometimes for yeah <sighs> Great, great. Yeah. I mean, great. it can't be, can't be understated. We were, yeah. we were talking 100%. about that. Which one's better, the laughing or the eating? I was like, oh yeah. man, I can't, I can't pick because they're yeah. both so good. They're so good. Yeah. But food has an exceptional taste, and even the process of chewing it in your <sighs> mouth, I think sometimes, like in my head, what's going on is like the literal reduction or tearing in, of atoms. Mm. You know, I see that yeah. in my mind. I feel I like know. I'm experiencing deeper, it. Right? A lot yeah, deeper, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I can experience something I've experienced a thousand different times. But yeah. what I'm relating it to conceptually yeah. is true, but it's different. It's not the way I would ever think about food. Right. I would never think in my head, if I'm eating sober, oh, I'm actually chewing, the atoms are breaking <laughs> down, and like the absorption process. I would never think about that. It wouldn't even, even cross my true, mind. Yes. For a thought, at least. Yeah. Right. And then when you're under the influence, sometimes, like you said, you kind of see things differently and think yeah. differently because you're in like a third-person perspective. Yeah. And it's cool because you get yeah. to like have a new experience of life. Yes. Almost like two different lives. Yeah. Like, wow, I'm experiencing life with this different set of values. Yes. Like very neat. 100% get to like be somebody else that's still you yeah exactly very weird feeling but that's the only thing right i mean i mean that's the greatest greatest thing about it that you <laughs> you would never know what i'm talking what i'm talking about really you don't like you can barely imagine yeah, you can only I... construct it with the words not mm-hmm. with your feelings you know what i mean yeah the words that you are trying to put into describe the thing that you just heard will be only meaningful as words like you will never feel that you won't feel anything from those words you know what i mean yeah it's just a concept that it doesn't fire any of your other senses yeah yeah it's not tied to anything yet yeah. in reality it's so you crazy. had yeah, yeah. So, but we do that all the time right <sighs> the thing is though like okay we describe things with words we have to i mean that's our you know, tool right now. Yeah, the only tool that we have, I mean, other than body language, is okay, haters. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> whatever, okay. Hey, haters. man, my smoke signals are pretty clear. Uh, but I guess what I'm getting Send at is that nudes. language and words uh, are the only thing that we have to make most comprehensive communication, you know. But yeah, yeah. But it's a limitation. Almost we, I feel like we needed something else to fully explain or fully transfer my perspective to another, you know? I think that's why we like experiencing doing things together with people. Because in that moment, we get to share a similar reality. Like it's like one of the deepest levels of actual communication. True. 
you're sharing that with somebody. Yeah. You know, so like getting high with somebody, drinking with somebody, uh, mountaineering with somebody, all yeah, these things, you have chemical true. reactions that, you know, mm. really do occur yeah. that are different than describing the experience. Yeah. Like, words can never just fully describe in its complexity and experience mm-hmm. because it's yeah. basically can be represented in infinite amount of ways. And we're just using these words to describe mm. a few of it. Yeah. Very little. It's like such a small amount of right. data we're describing that yeah. occurred right now. Like yeah, there's so much that's more data. crazy to think that, right? That's really crazy to think. Which is why I think for a lot of people, mm. maybe not a lot of people, but I've heard about people having bad experiences mm. with even weed or, you know, oh, mushrooms. Yeah. Some people is do. that, I think when you realize, and again, this is, of course, just like guesswork, just what I would think psychologically speaking mm-hmm. what's happening is that you're realizing most of you is just an ego, like just thoughts and ideas constructed to protect this thing. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard. It can be real hard to realize like how humbling life actually is. Um, and again, I'm not saying claiming that's an absolute, but the realization that, yeah, you don't have it all put together can make you feel super anxious, like, oh, you know, like an extreme anxiety. So I think that's probably what happens when people have bad trips or bad experiences. But I think that's a small minority. Maybe if you are that minority, maybe it's good to have that experience to kind of have an idea of like, oh, maybe I am doing that. Maybe I'm paranoid of admitting life is not what it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's not the only reason no, that no, people no. have bad trips, but or or uh, experience. But yeah, I mean, those those occur just because. Um, I mean, another evidence that we're so different in many many ways, right? Yeah, so that's kind of cool to know too. I mean, I was like that too. Like I initially, it wasn't a bad trip in a, a like psychologically or anything, but I mean, I physically Having- just made me so tired. Like I had to just pass out so i mean that's the reason i didn't like it for a long time but oh then, weed yeah but yeah. after you know falling in great love with edibles <laughs> <laughs> after doing it a lot right raised romance story of our century yeah. <laughs> yeah i didn't know i would have revealed this story but um i guess i i uh, increased my tolerance with edibles Looks like, I mean, that appears to be the case. Mm-hmm. Because I, my tolerance was like uh, rudimentary. Yeah. You know, like, but after edible, a few months, would you say? Yeah, yeah, a few months. Which I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't, well, first of all, I, the first, my uh, first try, I was a little anxious because I, I knew how I react to, um, you know, THC. Mm-hmm. But then edible was just gave me a completely different, uh, a very positive result. Yeah. So, you know, since then I did for a few months uh, consistently. And then I tried weed later, um, just curious. And it was was okay. I was okay. I mean, yeah. So Crazy how that works. Yeah. Maybe one thing. That's why it's worth yeah. trying different things, you know, I yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. Because imagine if you just been like, no, I'm not going to do it. Right? Yeah. yeah. You well, would never have this. Trust me. I've experienced nine times okay <laughs> trust me i'm right <laughs> yeah i've never tried it yeah right? but which is why you know i think that's also why a lot of people try to go get new experiences even if they're mm. not aware of it they want to be maybe catch that moment where you're mm-hmm. 
briefly learn something, like truly learning something, like yeah. enlightened for a moment. Maybe that's why we chase new, new experiences so much. Yeah. They're addictive. Like mm-hmm. you want the world to be made new because you can't, it's never the same after you have a realization like that. Mm-hmm. So you want more of those realizations. Which, yeah. Man, I, there's so many like negative things surrounding drugs, mm-hmm. specifically, you know, marijuana, hallucinogenics, LSD, blah, 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 all that stuff. And I feel like they've been so grossly misrepresented by mm-hmm. the media. Has been, yeah. Yeah, you know, whether that's, there could be multiple reasons, you know, religion's yeah. impact, ethical impacts, moral impacts. Yeah, political impacts. Yeah, political reasons, because mm-hmm. you probably don't want everybody to realizing, like, yeah, man, a lot of what I do is bullshit. Why yeah. do I do it? And also, it does, similar to alcohol, solve a lot of your problems when mm-hmm. you're in those states because yeah. you feel enlightened, um, which might de-incentivize you from working a ton to buy shit you don't need. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't even know where I was going with that. No, I mean, you were uh, in the right direction of nowhere. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> pretty good. <laughs> Oh, let's talk about words. I mean, we did, but something uh, we haven't actually. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I just don't know what you're going to say. Well, we talked about words, and then I thought of, of one thing that uh, we haven't really announced or even talked about on our po- podcast um, writing. Oh. So uh, we've, been, we've never talked about this because it's just our. Um, just a little more than hobby, but we are trying to make it, uh, you know, in a more solid, concrete format mm-hmm. so that we can present it to other people. Uh, but, yeah, we have planned to uh, writing a story. Uh, it's not in the works yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well have a, yeah. we have a rough premise. We have rough premise. characters. Yes, we've been talking about it, but uh, that's going to be our official... Uh, challenge basically let's put it that way all right challenge gonna be a challenge yeah so we wanted to tackle it at some point in our life uh but we decided to do it because i mean this is the best time you know yeah i mean it's not going to be like two months work uh it's going to take years i think but yeah we're gonna uh start start it yeah Yeah. actually that's exciting very exciting start of something yeah so we'll uh, call this episode back in 300 episodes when we finally finish. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to it. What's 24 to 6. <laughs> 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 we're talking this long and that was the intro you came up with. Once upon a time. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're reading me your story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk about. Okay. Do you think you can make a really cool story? By beginning once upon a time. Yeah, totally. Mm. But what if there are people who would immediately think as soon as you say that, oh, this this is gonna be cliche and just turn it off? Well, do you do? Would you risk that? Yeah, yeah. Do you really need once upon a time? I do you just, really have to start it? They're my favorite favorite lines. <laughs> it has to start this way. Here's a line now. <laughs> once upon a time. <laughs> There was I mean, I agree with you. It can be a good story, even if you start with a cliche. I love it. I mean, I like it. I like the phrase. But you need to convince them really quickly. 
you know, like movies that we watch, for example, yeah, we give a bit of time because, but we know that great movies do not have a lot of mistakes in it. So we typically know like in five minutes oh, whether or not it's going to be a good story. For me, oh yeah, let's talk about that. You probably haven't watched it. Uh, Promising Young Woman. Uh, but the from the 80s with no 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 uh, may, uh, maybe it's a remake but it's uh 2021 movie oh no then i definitely haven't seen it Wait, let me just show 20, I didn't 20, watch 2020 it, film movies last year so i watched this film let me show you the uh yeah imdb page so that you can see the poster oh she's cute yeah because she's famous are you saying everybody that's famous is cute no if you're cute, you could be famous. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but that that um, movie, first, like uh, in the first scene, there's like scene where she she dances, she's dancing uh, on a stage, and a guy approaches her, and then I don't know exactly what happens, but her comment about it, like coming out, uh, getting away from the guy, is like something pig or so, or something very. Um, uh, how do you say very uh, criticizing tone uh, about man so I'm mm. like okay this is gonna be like feminist movie or whatever but then it it did great after that it was just a uh, small part of it but story was great mm. yeah so yeah I mean you usually know I don't know why I explained this so for a long time <laughs> It's important for the viewer out there if they don't have a brain how you can tell if a movie's going to be good or not. Uh, but I usually, typically, no, right? Yeah. Yeah. The second I look at that IMD page, I know this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what people do. Well, the IMDb is, is good. I'm not going to watch it. Well, Matt. That's that's a mistake because yeah. you can use it as a reference. Oh, let's talk about our the most recent exception that oh. the critics were so goddamn bad, but Matrix. it was great. Matrix. Yes, most we recent found it one. so good. I don't understand why it has so low reviews. I would have never expected. I even thought I thought okay, even if this movie's bad, they're gonna make it look good just to make it do well, yes. like they've done with other movies because yeah. they have a huge budget. Yeah, but. I thought it was brilliant. It just poked more fun at like the Matrix. Like, oh, you think yeah. you actually understand? That was just the Matrix. Yeah. You also, know, they like went deeper down the rabbit hole. Right. But also, what are you expecting? That's the theme of the movies. Yeah. All I mean, of we them. don't even know. We just assume that that's why people, uh, you know, might have not liked it. Yeah. They just saw another reiteration of the same movie. Yes, I think that's probably the biggest part of the uh, uh, critics, right? That okay, it's it's the same shit basically. But in like with different characters, a slightly different story. I I totally get your point, which is because true, but just because it seems to be that way, right? I mean, I, like you said, if anything, what happened became more severe. You know, mm-hmm. like in the Matrix, actually, they you know went deeper. Yeah. In the world of Matrix. So, I like, know. I was thinking... And then, Neo coming back like that, 
I was thinking like, okay, how how could you better than this? How could you do better than this? I don't understand. Like the story is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The the characteristics matrix, which are, um, you know, just another reality, mm-hmm. right? And throughout the series, they showed how people have identities that are that could be meaningless, you know, uh, in different reality. And then it's not all the same that we take this, you know, take, it's not all the same values that we take from the same reality either, right? Yeah. All those message, messages beca- became more interesting and deeper, with deeper questions, basically, you know? Like, see, even Neo, the awakened one, you know, basically semi-god in the world of Matrix, yeah, can fall back into, yeah. you know, the purpose of the system, yeah, subject I mean, to the system, you know. Like, it's almost funny how it parallels reality. This is basically saying, "Oh, you guys didn't get it the first time around." Yeah, and then the second they point out that message, mm-hmm. it does poorly. Yeah, you know, it's almost kind of like reinforces that point. Like, "Oh, you don't get it. That's why it did poorly. Yeah. It did well the first time because it was a fresh concept to mm-hmm. people." Mm-hmm. But has anybody actually changed their lives aware of the concept? Yeah. Nope. They missed the point, and now. They're like reiterating it again. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people didn't like it. Yeah. Because I think they just missed the point. Yeah. They just reinforced it deeper. And yeah, it kind of ties into almost the newest ideas, not newest ideas, but parallel universes yeah. being a more maybe probable thing, mm-hmm. you know, could potentially exist. Theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. right? Yeah. But we actually have like. There's more science and research trying to suggest that, right? We're trying to, like, get to the point where they can make the claim. Right. So it's interesting that that gets represented in the Matrix as well. Because if you can exist in mm-hmm. a different reality, like, there was a different Neo, there's blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. Just basically, again, I think even multi-dimensions would be... Yeah. The reality can be represented in infinite amount of ways. Yeah. And chopped up so many different ways. Yeah, true. I mean... Funny enough, that's what we we're exactly talking about earlier. Yeah. We we're talking about influence of drugs. Um, yeah. But so interesting that we find the same message, like in different media, yeah, and, um, situations even like completely different stories, but we see the same like same theme. Yeah. In them. And which makes me also think that is that us because we have we have so strong you know, concept of it and we're basically leaning toward it. So are we applying it like just to everything? That's why we feel like this is recurring or, you know what I mean? But also, even if that's true, our interpretations are not wrong either. You know, that's the thing. And we see this, man. I mean, I don't know how to, how that could be false. Like, (sighs) yeah, what you see could be wrong. That's not what I'm saying, but we see it in a in a very complex way that draw out very uh the meaning of mm-hmm. you know things that people may not see it yeah. right away I, if I it if it, it isn't truth it's fucking persuasive yeah very least, persuasive yeah. i mean yeah we we were open to the possibility too right i mean yeah. we actually talked about it before yeah you know that yeah we were open to the possibility that we're completely wrong delusional but essentially el- yes but at the same time, it is so strong that at least if if it, if those are not true, it's at least very persuasive. Yeah, yeah. the siren song makes a good argument. Yeah, because you want to listen to it; it propels yeah. you to action. 
-hmm. which I guess you could say that about a lot of emotions, mm -hmm. but that's the thing that makes this different. It doesn't feel like an emotion. Yeah. You know, when people are angry, they react a certain way. It calls you to act a certain thing, or yeah. maybe you're religious and you believe a certain religion. It compels you to act a certain way, but the reward from this is mm -hmm. way greater than I've ever gotten out of religion or believing in something that's not true, which is what makes me feel so strongly about it. Like, yeah. No, yeah, this is definitely the right choice, like no doubt. But again, because we're aware that you can be blind, we try to be mindful. Yeah. But it also kind of like stops you from leaning into it 100% because yeah. you're like, oh, doing that is, I don't know, it's like faith. <laughs> yeah. Which not really about. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think more than anything, it's just that the the backbone of this whole theory that uh, we base everything out of is that, like, experience is important, you know? Yeah. And the spirit of adventure and exploration, how can it be ever wrong? Yeah. And how can it be bound to the physical realm? Yeah, I mean, that's why we're so sure about this. Not only because it's happening, we wanted to have this. We had, we had the concept in mind. Mm -hmm. We just didn't know exactly how to practice it or even start it. Yeah, not practicing is yeah. easy. But the, that's the backbone of our path. Our you know, ideas where things may change along, along the mm -hmm. way, but the spirit, the very spirit won't change. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's why form. we are so sure of, of this path that we can continue that exploration and adventures. Yeah, and it can be represented in different ways. Yes. Like it's it's a moving target. Yes. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it on the uh, second mushroom trip. Yeah. And there was a strong message to us, right? Oh, my God, I've never thought about this. Or really gave, given a you know, fair attention to it. Mm -hmm. You know, that truth and purpose and meaning all that you know um, is a moving target you know yeah. like which means that you continue you have to continue your journey you can't just sit back and enjoy the journey you know yeah yeah you can't passive that's you can't think saying. you've reached the line yes like you've arrived at the truth because mm -hmm. the thing is always always shifting yeah that's why you gotta continually chase it yeah which just encourages you to have an open mind to yes. explore. Very to, important, open mind. It just challenges you to always push mm -hmm. the boundaries of what you yeah. know to be reality. Yeah. You know, whether that's pushing harder in your exercise, mm -hmm. it's everything. You try to apply it to everything. Like, oh, mm -hmm. what if I push a little more? Like, what if I'm a little more open minded? Mm -hmm. An amazing feeling, overwhelming. Yeah. But gives you a profound sense of humility and gratefulness yes those are probably the two most strong feelings yeah. right for sure yeah gratefulness is very overwhelming yeah yeah for everything the trees you're like yeah. everything you're like so thankful for it right so happy that i could all fall together like this yeah and you get to be here to witness it mm -hmm. yeah exactly especially with the uh realization that you're very important yeah. right, in this world. Yeah. And still, I get to, you know, 
I get fully rewarded with all these great gifts. Yeah. That don't really necessarily have to happen to me. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's why I feel like this is a gift. Yeah. I'm doing what I want. You know? Yeah, it's completely freeing. Yeah. It does feel very freeing, which is why we recommend people try it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely worth trying. You know, do your dosage and everything correct based on body mm. weight, blah, blah, blah. But I can't imagine having a bad experience. That's how good it yeah. is. And I know people have bad experiences. I'm yeah. not saying that. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. But. You see, that's what makes it even interesting. Even I would like, I'd be open to having a bad experience just to know what that means. Yeah. What is that like? Yeah. I mean, depending. I feel on like the it's just getting sick and having <laughs> nausea and all that. <laughs> if it is like you're gonna keep banging your head against against the wall. Well, let me tell try you, to hurt uh, yourself. Being uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna try that. <laughs> being on mushrooms and high in the Colorado wilderness mm-hmm. at elevation. And hearing a large animal sniff outside my tent was not a very fun experience yeah, for me. For sure. <laughs> but what I do you think? What do you think it was? Uh, probably deer. Deer. Probably mm. deer. Yeah, because I looked for footprints and all that, and mm. I only saw like nothing to indicate it was a, yeah, a bear, big animal. You know? yeah. yeah. So, but it was still in that tent. I was like, please God, not like this. Yeah. This isn't how I go out. I was like, I don't pray. I don't believe in this, but please, not like this. <laughs> more more anger. I'm like, really? Is this how it's going to be? Yeah. Fucking in my tent. Like, I can't even fight back. Yeah. So that's the thing. You know, I'm not going to open my tent to look out. I'm just going right. to lay there quiet. Yeah, just let it go. I mean, yeah. if he can't get it, like, he'll leave. Yeah, exactly. So. But... but what time is it? Uh, we're about like an hour in. So okay. I think we can. Maybe this is a good place to wrap it up. Yep. All right, guys. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. We hope you find some value in this episode. Please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash the theory of living. Subscribe, leave us feedback, and share us with your friends. Get out there and design a theory that calls you to experience. We'll see you next week. Thanks.